Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Well, hi there. Welcome back to Boating Insights. I'm excited to have you back for another episode. If you don't know it already, sorry, my name is Neil Driscoll, and today we're looking specifically at going on adventures and part of the passage plan I refer to as the junction. Now, what this is all about, just like on the roads where you might be going down a highway and then at some point you're keeping your eye out for a junction and that's the point you kind of go from just cruising along the main road to you know winding your way through lots of little towns or villages or whatever it might be. Same kind of idea in this case, though, rather than towns and villages, that's where we're doing the kind of pilotage and we might be having to you know, find leading lights and channels and avoid mud banks. And I mean, it will really depend on where you're entering, but it's looking at the intercept point from when you're on a coastal passage to the junction that you're now really what we call pilotage mode. And you're you're looking at the sort of inshore navigation where you're jumping around uh, between navigational points to help guide you and keep you safe, which are uh, visible and clear. Now, as you go uh, exploring, and depending where you are, I mean, I know a lot of you are in the Northern Hemisphere, and obviously right now you're probably not doing a huge amount of boating, um, unless you're lucky enough to be in the Caribbean or something like that, whereas those of you in the Southern Hemisphere, for a lot of people, especially here in sort of Australia and New Zealand, then this is one of the kind of main reasons to have a boat all year, is to kind of really enjoy this Christmas holiday and get out and have a lot of fun. Now, when we're talking about the junction, be it if you're kind of cruising along in a motor cruiser and you might be doing, you know, 15, 20 knots, or you might be on a yacht doing a lot less speed than that, but with, you know, maybe a lot more to do before you make a turn in terms of adjusting sails or putting poles away or dropping spinnakers or whatever it might be. The the, the key thing with the junction is that you need to have pre-planned for this point where you might be, you know, quite feasibly, let's say you're on a trip that might be 60, 80 miles, maybe longer, but let's call it that, you know, it's a holiday mode, a couple of weeks, it's not too big a passage, then you're getting you're getting to the end of it, you're fatigued, it's very easy to kind of wait almost until you're on the lead line and then realise that there was a whole bunch of stuff that you could have done or should have done in the previous hour to get ready for that and that that's really what I want to kind of build in as part of your planning today so let's just kind of go back a step make sure everyone's on the same page so we're looking specifically at when you're doing a coastal passage I'm assuming generally that you've you're quite comfortable with the place that you're leaving you know it might be a familiar port or your home port you you're planning a trip that you you're then undertaking and at some point, you're going to turn and make your way into a harbour, river, estuary, anchorage, uh, whatever it might be. And when you're going to make that turn, that's what I'm referring to as a junction. And it's a point that you need to have everything ready for the turn. You need to be aware of what you're looking out for, what's going to be happening, who needs to be doing what. And also the other way uh, is actually kind of being really clear on if you don't achieve getting everything done in the time that you need to, what the potential issues are and what the actions you'll need to take are. So 
Let's just have a look at this one at a time. Now, first of all, choosing where you're going to have a junction point, um, it will it's not necessarily something that you can be completely clear on until uh, you know exactly what the wind and swell is going to be on the day because it's, I would hope, um, you know, be it whether you're kind of a local adventurer, um, coastal explorer or um, blue water skipper level, that you're planning for things like the wind direction, you know, whether you're going to have sun in your eyes, um, shipping that you might need to avoid, uh, lee shores, um, shallow areas, all of these things. I would hope that you're planning for these as you're as you're making your turn. So all of those things, you know, to a certain degree, shallow areas, shipping lanes, you know, they're probably not going to move dramatically on the day. But things like the wind direction, swell direction, I mean, there's going to be what's forecast, what you're expecting, and then potentially what you've actually got. And so you you might need to be looking at making an adjustment there. Um, you know, for a sailing boat, the obvious thing there might be that you making sure that you haven't got the wind directly um, behind you where you're, you know, at risk of jibing all the time in a sea state that you don't want to have to get the mainsail down or, you know, you don't necessarily want to have to have it centred. For a motor cruiser, it might be uh, particularly avoiding ending up with the wind on the beam um, or making, you know, making sure that you're not in a a rolling sea um, that you're, you know, that you could have avoided if you'd sort of planned another route. Now, the other thing with this whole junction thing is I want to make sure it's clear that we're not just talking about what's the waypoint I can put in that means I've got the minimum possible turns to do. It's quite feasible that there might be, you know, five or six uh, waypoints or turning points that you build in uh, from when you were... Um, out at sea or on a coastal trip to when you're actually kind of inside a, a harbour mouth or a river mouth. Obviously, totally depends on where you are, but it's not necessarily just a question of, oh, well, where can I, you know, where can I draw my straight line from the destination? That means I can just draw one line that takes me in and that's job done. You know, there's a, there's a little bit to think about with this. The, the next thing is, depending on how you've got the boat set up, on the way in uh, and how comfortable you are with the pilotage and visual cues you know maybe islands or um, leading lights shipping lanes all the things that you might be looking out for on the way in it might be that you know this is also a point that you're looking at potentially decreasing the boat speed uh, thinking about you know how you determine a safe speed so that you're comfortable with having time to look at things you know just for example, just because you might be able to sail at 12 knots, if you're now in or about to be in what we call pilotage mode and you've got to be looking out for a whole bunch of things, it's probably not an appropriate speed for you to be doing while you're trying to find everything uh, and certainly not safely. Now, as this goes on, I find that having a, you know, even if it's going to shift around a bit, but making sure that as part of the kind of pre-trip briefing that you're doing with the crew, making sure that everyone kind of got this concept in their mind of the junction and when we're going to be approaching it and the, you know some of the actions leading up to that can be quite good because let's say it was an, you know, an, a 70, 80 mile trip, you might have been out for a, you know, a fair few hours, everyone's kind of just got into the rhythm of you know, hopefully telling jokes and stories and taking pictures of green water where there used to be a dolphin um, and by the time you're Although there's a lot of focus often when you leave, everyone's normally pretty chilled by this point and you just want to get everyone thinking about what they need to be doing and what's going to happen at a certain point. And 
not like full race mode necessarily, although this is absolutely something that's applicable for racing as well, fast and safely. But it's more just like, okay, hey guys, just giving you a heads up. I know that we're actually three hours out from the marina, but we're about half an hour out from when, you know, a whole bunch of stuff's going to start happening in terms of looking out for things, adjusting the boat set up and, you know, getting ready to start making a pilotage and having everyone kind of on their A game again. So the other side is then for you as a skipper and obviously your 2IC and other people you might want to have involved is then making sure that you've kind of thought about you know what happens if I'm arriving at this destination and I don't find the light that I'm looking for or it doesn't end up looking what how I'm thinking like is there a place that I can stop the boat am I comfortable based on you know following my electronic charts have I got other methods that I can use to help me? Um, you know, a big part of this is often building in kind of one of my fundamental rules of navigation, which is it's not what you're going from or to, it's what you're going past. And in this scenario, it's key. So it might be, you know, you're going from one waypoint to another. In of themselves, they might just be nominal points that you've picked to, you know, that they're kind of a reasonable distance apart and they're like avoiding danger really comfortably. But Actually, the key thing might be, oh, hang on, well, actually, there's going to be a really clear island on my starboard aft quarter as I get there, or I'm going to be just below this very, very, very high um, headland or uh, bluff or whatever it might be. And these visual cues are, you know, go think all the way back to when they used to have to navigate well before you had electronics and all that sort of stuff. These visual cues are what, what, what really gave people the confidence when they had to make decisions coming inshore and and that's what you really want to be building into your plan is how am I going to know that I'm arriving at the place I'm looking for, but what am I going to do if I get there and it's not what I'm thinking? Am I going to stop? Am I going to turn around? Have I got a critical depth where if I get this depth, I need to get onto this course or, or you know, do a full 180? Um, you know, other things, you know, thinking sailing boats for a second, you know, if, uh, if you you know, haven't thought this through, it'd be easy to say turn hard and have the person on the helm jibe rather than tack. And, you know, depending on what's going on, that could have some quite serious repercussions. On a motorboat, you know, you you say, hey, just slow down a minute. And all of a sudden, the person's just gone from cruising at 12 knots to neutral and you've just taken a, uh, you've just been pooped and taken a wave over the stern. There's all sorts of things can go on. It's just making sure that you've thought about what your instructions are going to be. I mean, both of those things are probably better than just driving the boat straight into a headland, for example. So, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that you shouldn't stop the boat. It's just making sure that you've actually got as part of your junction and turning points. What's the plan if this doesn't unfold as I'm expecting? The other thing, which is just Murphy's law here, is that inevitably you'll arrive at your junction um if you're uh you know for example east coast um cruising for example if you you arrive early you'll arrive into a setting sun and you you might not have factored that in and suddenly you've got the sun you know just above the horizon right in your eyes making it almost impossible to see anything ahead of you but heaps of things behind you hopefully or possibly so um make sure that you've kind of factored the sun into your planning and, and, and your turning points, and also, obviously, the other way. You arrive late, and 
now it's just kind of the other side of sunset and now you're looking out for lights have you factored that in like have you given yourself kind of a a plus or minus 20 percent on on your arrival window and then thought about what the daylight might look like or lack of as, as you arrive so just coming in to recap here so what we're what we're talking about is going on your trips making a plan hopefully getting out there do some exploring deciding where this junction point's going to be that you go from being out at sea to getting everyone on board ready for doing the ready for kind of getting into the inshore mode knowing what the key things are that we're going to be looking out for what the key actions we're going to need to do on the boat what the bailout points are going to be if things don't unfold as we're expecting what we're thinking in terms of daylight and darkness and what's going to happen if we're sort of early or late on our arrival window and how we're kind of feeling about that and how comfortable we are and finally just making sure that everyone on board is sort of clued up on it and particularly that you've got a 2IC so for example if you do end up just you know not feeling too well or you might be you know just bit seasick and unable to kind of explain everything at the time that someone else is completely on top of it so that if something happens that means that you're not in a scenario to run the boat then you can at least have other people implement what you need them to do to make sure you keep everyone safe and that the passage uh, has a happy ending so look I hope this one's helpful if you are listening to some of this thinking oh Neil's mentioned a few things there that I should probably upskill on you know so we've got three stages of your kind of passage planning meteorology and navigation courses so we've got the ferry introduction which is a local adventure and that's got the essential navigation and seamanship we've got the day skipper for the coastal explorers and then we've got the uh, coastal skipper yacht master uh, shore based for the blue water skippers and all of these you know explained on the website you can always get in contact if you've got any questions and they're supported by the online skipper course which is you know available to kind of be buddied up with everything and that's where we kind of get into particularly a lot more of the the boat handling and and that side of things for you know multi-hulls monohulls power boats and and how all of those things would factor in as well as some of the disaster management so uh i hope that's been helpful for you and i wish you all a fantastic festive period and you know i hope that you get a chance to enjoy your boats and i look forward to checking in next year. Bye.